On today's Smart 7, the tourists struggle with migration, better news on your energy bill and lots more. It's Friday the 26th of May, it's World Lindy Hop Day and happy birthday Helena Bonham Carter. The Smart 7. It's news but not the news. Immigration to the UK has hit record levels. That's according to figures released by the ONS on Thursday, which showed Britain's population increased by around 606,000 in 2022. Almost 1.2 million people arrived in the UK last year, with around half that number leaving the country. It's thought that the lifting of COVID travel restrictions, as well as the situations in Ukraine and Hong Kong, led to the increase in arrivals. In response, the government's announced changes to student visas, which will prevent some foreign postgraduate students from bringing family members with them to the UK. And PM Rishi Sunak says they're going to try and continue to curb net migration. Numbers are too high. It's as simple as that. And I want to bring them down. And that's why this week we announced some new measures. And I think pretty much the, the biggest thing that anyone's ever announced to bring the levels of migration down. But the director of the Sanctuary Foundation, Dr Krish Kandia, says Rishi's got the wrong end of the stick. This fear of net migration, for me, it is a real dead end. Migration's great for our country. It's great for our education system. And our whole NHS would fall apart without migrant workers. We're so grateful for our doctors and nurses that have come from other countries to help us. Meanwhile, the woman in charge of immigration, Home Secretary Suella Bravman, failed to show up to Parliament on Thursday to answer an urgent question on the new figures. And Shadow Home Secretary Yvette Cooper was having none of it. Where is the Home Secretary? She's gone to ground. There are reports she's not even going to do media. She's not come to this house. She's in internal meetings, presumably more private courses arranged by the civil servants. What is the point of her? Thursday was a busy day for PM Rishi Sunak. He started things off on the This Morning sofa where he attempted to play the relatable card by revealing he's a big fan of Jilly Cooper's erotic novels. Mm. This was followed by a car crashing into the gates of Downing Street in the afternoon with Rishi whisked away to safety. Oh, and he also announced a new NHS initiative called Power to the Patients, which aims to cut waiting times. Here he is explaining how it's going to work. One of the ways we can cut waiting lists is by giving patients choice over about where they get their treatment from and all the studies show that can cut waiting times by up to three months so we've redone everything use the app or go to the nhs website and when you're referred for hospital treatment your gp will make it clear that you've got choice of where to go the number of patients on waiting lists in england reached a record high of 7.3 million this month and health secretary steve barclay says it's important that all patients are able to choose how they receive care we believe empowering the patient is intrinsically a good thing and we believe it cannot just be the preserve of those groups with the sharpest elbows it must be open to all The energy price cap has dropped to its lowest level since April last year, as energy regulator Ofgem announced the average annual cost of energy bills for a family of four will be £2,074 from July. The new cap's over £1,000 lower than the level set by Ofgem for March to June and means average yearly bills are likely to be reduced by around £430. And Ofgem boss Jonathan Brearley says things should continue to improve as we begin to transition away from gas. The big thing we need to do is to make our entire system cheaper by moving towards net zero. So if we have more renewables, if we have more nuclear, then prices overall and costs overall, we believe, will get to a better place. July will also see the end of the government's energy price guarantee, which was introduced last October to help people cope with rising energy bills. But Chancellor Jeremy Hunt says he'll be ready to step in should prices rise again. I think I've demonstrated in the autumn statement and the spring budget where 
I extended the energy price guarantee for another three months, that we are willing to do what it takes. Russian paramilitary organization the Wagner Group have confirmed they'll withdraw from the Ukrainian city of Bakhmut next month. The Wagner mercenaries have led fighting in the city on Moscow's behalf in a battle which has stretched on for close to 10 months. Gaining control of the city would mark Russia's greatest victory in the war in that time. However, Ukraine continues to deny that the city's fallen to Russia, claiming they still control pockets of Bakhmut. But Wagner chief Yevgeny Prigozhin seemed confident the Russian army would have full occupation of the city in a video released on Thursday. They said we'll withdraw little by little, one unit at a time. The rest will pack up by June 1st and then we'll pass the city to the military. Still to come on the Smart 7, Man United head for Europe and Pedro Pascal explores his dark side. Right after this. Welcome back. Thursday night saw the last regular game of the current Premier League season before the season finale on Sunday. Man United welcomed Chelsea, with United in need of at least a point to secure Champions League football for next season. They thumped Frank Lampard's side 4-1, which leaves the Blues guaranteed their worst Premier League ranking since 1994. United manager Eric Ten Hag's pleased with his club's progress. This club belongs in the Champions League, but it's not easy in the Premier League. It's a tough competition, so a lot compete for that position. I think seven, eight clubs. So it's a massive uh, performance when you get this done. He's been coined the internet's daddy, but turns out Pedro Pascal has a serious side too. From a freelance assassin in the equaliser to a DEA agent tasked with taking down Colombian drug cartels in narcos, Pedro's no stranger to dark roles. And speaking to The Hollywood Reporter on an actor's round table, Pedro opened up about the struggles he's faced stepping into those characters. Bad guys are fun, you know, and I love exploring that kind of stuff. But I've realised the older that I get that it doesn't matter really what you do, stuff is going to come home with you. Idris Elba's on a bit of a roll at the moment, isn't he? He's rebooted Luther, and now the British actors teamed up with Apple TV to create a series called Hijack. Idris plays no-nonsense business negotiator Sam Nelson, who's just finished a trip to Dubai. When his flight back to London gets, you guessed it, hijacked, he's ready to step in as a negotiator to try and save the lives of the passengers on board. The seven-episode series plays out in real time following the flight's journey minute by minute and it'll start streaming on Apple TV Plus next month. The trailer's just dropped and it looks oh, intense. There are 200 people on this flight. If they try something and then this plane goes down, I don't get home to my family. Let me make you an offer. Someone is calling for help. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes and we'll give you the world. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.